0: Welcome to the Michigan Man podcast on Wolverine Sports Radio, a member of the vSporto network and in partnership with SB Nation's Maize & Brew for Wolverine fans from coast to coast. Go blue and welcome to our Michigan Man Extra for this month. I'm your host, Mike Fitzpatrick. I'm enjoying a week off in northern Minnesota, getting the batteries recharged before we get back to weekly shows in August. Before leaving town, I had the opportunity to spend some time chatting with Tammy Carr. We all know the story of Chad Carr and his battle with DIPG. It will be two years this November since Chad passed away. Tammy and Jason Carr have made it their mission to raise awareness of DIPG and other forms of pediatric brain cancers that receive virtually no research money. I'm sure you have some idea about what the Chad Tuff Foundation is and the work it does. We'll learn more today. The mission of the Chad Tuff Foundation is to fund research and raise awareness for pediatric brain tumors with an emphasis on diffuse intrinsic pontine glioma, or DIPG. Tammy Carr joins us next here on The Michigan Man on Wolverine Sports Radio, a member of the vSporto Network, and in partnership with SB Nation's Maze & Brew. With us here on our Michigan Man Extra for this month is Tammy Carr, and I've invited Tammy on to, uh, of course, talk about the battle against DIPG and other forms of pediatric cancer and the Chad Tuff Foundation and its wonderful work. Uh, Tammy, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me, Michael.
0: Well, I'm certain that most of those listening to this show know Chad's story and are now more aware of DIPG, which is a a word we'll use a lot during this interview is awareness. And of course, uh, the wonderful mission and important mission of the Chad Tuff Foundation. But for the benefit of those who might be unfamiliar with this horrible form of pediatric cancer. Could you tell us more about exactly what DIPG is?
1: Um, sure, no problem. Um, DIPG is, it stands for diffuse intrinsic pontine glioma and it is a brainstem tumor um, that is diffuse in nature so cannot be removed. Um, it's integrated among all the good cells within the pons of the brain which is obviously controls breathing function, basically controls everything. So, it's the worst brain tumor in the worst possible location. Um, and it has a 0% survival rate um, currently. And basically, until recently, there hasn't been much research done to change things. Um, it's about 60 years ago. Uh, it, the protocol is about the same as it, as it was for treatment back then. It is the same today. So um, we're, we're really pushing to make changes in that in that arena, because it's, it's a death sentence, unfortunately, when a kid receives that diagnosis.
0: Well, Tammy, just to give our listeners some perspective, on average in America each year, how many children are, are diagnosed with DIPG and what is the average life expectancy after diagnosis? We
1: are about 400 children diagnosed annually, um, and the average survival is between 9 and 12 months post diagnosis. And, um, you know, that's, that's a small number, but when you think about all the years that, you know, those kids have had no chance and all of their lives lost, um, you know, the number compounds pretty quickly. And in all honesty, they're checking to think, uh, they're not sure that it is as rare anymore Too, the CDC is doing some work on trying to find out, um, if those numbers are right, or if they've grown and, um, you know, really, really trying to focus a little bit more on figuring out the details.
0: You know, one of the shocking things to me was that nine years ago, my cousin's daughter was diagnosed with DIPG over in Windsor, Ontario. So what shocked me, the treatment for a child diagnosed with DIPG is virtually the same as it was over the last four or five or six decades. And how can you explain that?
1: Yeah, it's it's very hard to explain and, and it's, it's hard as a parent who hears that to understand how in this country, that can be possible. Um, you know, John Glenn's daughter died from this that many years ago, 60 years ago. Yeah, or Neil Armstrong's daughter. I said John Glenn. I apologize. Mm-hmm. My father-in-law taught at John Glenn. So I guess it was <laughs> Neil Armstrong's <laughs> daughter. I apologize. Um, died of this 60 years ago. And again, the treatment protocol that she received is virtually the same as Chad. Did. You know, they they say radiation and 30 rounds of that. And then you're kind of on your own to figure it out whether you try some experimental chemo or, you know, some trial that's out there, you really, as a parent, it, it's up to you to determine the treatment plan for your child, which is really, really tough. And um, I think, you know, things are, there's, there's movement in the right direction now. Um, they've been able to start, uh, they have tissue now. They've been able to start biopsying these tumors safely, And, you know, even just three years ago when Chad was diagnosed, Chad did not get a biopsy because it wasn't determined that it was really going to do much to help and it could be dangerous. So we didn't go that route. Well, now that's almost becoming standard procedure when someone is diagnosed because they can do it safely. And now there's also the ability to sequence these tumors and learn more about, um, you know, the different mutations um, that exist for each tumor, because that's the thing that's hard about DIPG, the tumor, <clears throat> no, 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 uh, two tumors are the same, and um, there's a personalized medicine approach that I think um, is starting to, you know, extend the life expectancy a little bit, and so we're seeing some move, you know, some moves in the right direction, but having the tissue is a big thing because now we've got, you know, we've got something for these researchers to study. And, you know, like the Tough Foundation is, is helping financially to do that. And there's several other family foundations working together to do the same thing and focus on this deadly tumor. Honestly, we believe that if you focus on the hardest tumor, it's going to open the floodgates for all the rest. So we're trying to push people in that direction.
0: And as you mentioned on the, uh, on the website, awareness is such a key uh, in, in gaining traction in the fight against DIPG or any other form of pediatric cancer. And you just mentioned tissue donations, but we need physician and research interest and of course, funding, the all-important funding. Are you seeing an increase of interest in those areas?
1: Um, yes, we actually are. We, we're focusing, um, the Chet Foundation is focusing at Michigan to, um, we're focusing on a pediatric brain tumor initiative with, the, with a specific focus on DIPG. Um, We are, you know, in the process of recruiting a DIPG researcher to Michigan. There are several brilliant scientists at Michigan who are now saying, "Wow, there's some funding here, and I have an interest," and they're starting to move in that direction. Uh, we also belong to a collaborative of family foundations that fund around the world for those that are doing DIPG, and and just at Michigan, you know, I've talked to some of the physicians there that say. There there's, used to be something where the residents would come in and they would talk to them about DIPG and, you know, tell them what this is and they had no clue. Well, now these young, you know, young residents, fellows are coming in and saying, when do we get to learn about DIPG? So at least there's that an awareness. And I think as the funding increases and the opportunity increases, um, there's, there are definitely going to be more young Yeah, the scientists who want to get involved in this area, there's some funding, there's some momentum, and you've got a bar that's really low right now. You know, you've got a 0% survival rate. So, you know, you bump that up a couple percentages, and that's significant. So, um, you know, I think there's a lot of room for improvement and, and
0: growth. Well, you mentioned uh, the DIPG Collaborative and how they're impacting uh, the fight against DIPG. Tell us a little bit about that collaborative and, and what they do.
1: Sure. I mean, we we are a member of the DIPG Collaborative. What, what it basically is, the only people that have been funding this disease for years are families like ours who have been there and who have said this just isn't okay. So we've kind of all come together in a collaborative approach to um, get the best bang for our buck. And we have a medical advisory board that um, looks through all sorts of proposals and, you know, narrows it down to the best um, opportunities. So we pool our money together to fund collaboratively. Um, Again, when you're fighting something like this with little funding, uh, the cumulative approach is more powerful. And all of us have been there, and we know what this is like for families, and, and we all are committed to doing something to change it.
0: Well, Tammy, after decades of, uh, of really nothing, I, I know we have to say, uh, until recently, now we're seeing some discoveries made about DIPG. And I was uh, reading recently, uh, researchers now are, are aware of three distinct subgroups that make up DIPG. How important was that discovery?
1: Well, it's extremely important. Um, you know, the, the mutations that exist within this tumor are, are complicated, and they've been able to find, you know, those three specific mutations. Um and it's it's a starting place. You know, you can you can and because they can now take these, these tissue samples and they can sequence them and figure out, you know, what what child, what tumor, what mutation, they can at least try to come up with a specific treatment approach based on that mutation. Um, you know, we we um, donated Chad's tumor post-mortem, mm-hmm. and uh, Michigan spent a year, like, sequencing this tumor to the nth degree. And they actually came up with um, be a paper released soon about a mutation they found that they didn't know existed in any DIPGs. So, really, it's it's starting from scratch and learning everything they can about these tumors to then come up with a treatment approach. And, you know, then you have to worry about getting past the blood brain barrier and what the right way to do that is. And, you know, new, developing new, um, you know, I guess hopefully there will be some medications that exist once you know what these mutations are. I know that the mutation they found in a tumor, there is, you know, a medicine they know does impact that. So I think there, you know, there are opportunities. Now, most of these, most of these tumors don't just have, you know, by the time they got to Chad's tumor, there were over 30 mutations. So it's a smart tumor and it fights everything you try to do. So there's not going to be one approach that works for DIPG. It's going to have to be a personalized medicine approach. Um, And, you know, I think that just even finding out about those three specific categories of tumor is is a move in the right direction.
0: With us on our Michigan Man Extra this month is Tammy Carr, and we're talking about the fight against DIPG to find a cure and treatment, and uh, also about the Chad Tuff Foundation. And Tammy, most of our listeners uh, know about the Chad Tuff Foundation, but can you spend uh, just a few minutes talking about the foundation, its mission, and its goal? Yes. um,
1: You know, we started the foundation in honor of our son, Chad, who passed away from DIPG about a year and a half ago um, we started foundation during his fight we realized from day one that we had you know a little bit of a platform and we were going to use it best we could to make some change and ultimately now that's become you know we have two children on this earth and one in heaven and his form on this earth is his foundation so the Test Foundation is our third baby on earth and um the mission, you know, we went back and forth on what that would be if we would do family support or research or both and we decided it was important for there to be a singular mission that we could focus on and um, Lloyd, myself and Jason, we're the three founding members and we determined that research was where we needed to, to focus our attention because those big dollars, that's where you can make that impact, you know, and um, so, it's a, our singular mission is research into dipg and pediatric brain tumors, um, and you know it's it's going very well. We've raised millions of dollars in about a couple of years, um, and we have lots of ways for people to get involved and make an impact with us and alongside of us. So, it's it's been it's been a great thing for our family to feel like we're doing something good out of this horrible situation, and doing our best to. Create this legacy for Chad that is going to change lives for others.
0: Well, that's wonderful. You know, in March, you spent the day, Tammy, uh, in our nation's capital, and you spoke at a congressional hearing uh, regarding federal funding for or the lack of uh, pediatric cancers, including dipg. Did you come away from that experience more or less hopeful?
1: I actually walked away from it more hopeful. You know, I was um, I was speaking to the House Oversight Committee. Um, and it was a congressional hearing regarding the proposed presidential proposed budget cuts to the National Institutes of Health. And um, you know, as a mom who had a child who passed away from a rare disease to hear that they're considering cutting funding to the NIH, um, I I just couldn't believe it, and I said, "I'll, I'll do whatever you need me to do." Uh, we need more funding, not less. And these rare diseases already receive basically no funding. There's a few, you know, researchers that get a little bit, um, but to, to decrease the overall funding basically means that these rare cancers, and rare diseases, are going to get shut out entirely. But I walked out of there because Republicans, Democrats, all combined every single one of them that I spoke with while I was there was against the budget cuts to the NIH. We're all going to be impacted at some point um, by disease, whether it's cancer or whatever it is. None of us are going to be immune to that, whether it's ourselves, our family, our children, our parents, and the NIH, the things that they fund, the research that they fund, that's what's changing the outcomes. That's what, I mean, we all need that. That is a that that's not it should not be a political issue. It is um, a necessity. So I was really happy though to hear that it really wasn't being taken on as a partisan issue. Republicans and Democrats were united around that those cuts were not okay. Um, So we're hopeful that you know they are going to be turned down as this budget comes together.
0: Well, I invite our listeners, too, to visit uh, the Chad Tough Foundation website where you can watch uh, Tammy's very powerful and, and moving plea to lawmakers. And you are right. I hope that those budget cuts uh, don't go through and uh, we need more funding. We know that. You know, on May 17th uh, here in Michigan, we observed DIPG Awareness Day. How important to the cause are, are days of observance like that?
1: Well, I think, you know, we've had That's another thing Together, these foundations. You know, we had BIPG awareness day two years before on Chad's birthday um, in Michigan. But, you know, there was a united effort um, amongst all of these family foundations to do it on the same day and try to get it passed along all 50 states as an awareness day. Um, This is the first year that that effort um, has been put in place as a joint, you know, effort to, to make May 17th that date. And you know we've got about twenty states on board, so it's a move in the right direction. Again, I think people when when my son was diagnosed, I'd never heard of this, mm-hmm. and um I didn't even know how to pronounce it for two days. And I think that you know that's changing. people I get calls all the time of, oh my goodness, my friend, my my friend's son, my um, my child, my cousin's child, my, they were just diagnosed and I knew what it was because of your story and can you help? And I think that that, you know, that awareness and, and families like ours all over being willing to share their stories and create that awareness around this disease, I think it's really important. It's important for the families who are yet to be diagnosed because they have an avenue of support and um, it's also important for, you know, funding. and and getting more research dollars out there.
0: Well, Tammy, for anyone out there listening, hearing your voice today, how can they get involved to help in the war against EIPG?
1: Well, you know what? One way that I think everyone can get involved, and we're really, you know, we have a run every year um, on Chad's birthday weekend, and this year it falls on Saturday, September 23rd, The great thing is you don't have to be in Ann Arbor or to participate. We started this idea of a virtual race. Um, We have a virtual run sponsor. Bose is joining us as the virtual run sponsor this year. Um, Last year, we had at least one runner from every state across this country. And our goal is to have at least 1,000 runners this year with a long-term goal of breaking the Guinness Book of World Records um, largest virtual run. Um, you know, it's it's a, a small entry fee. You get your you get your Chad Tuff running shirt in the mail with a bib, and you run your race when you, on your time, or you can join us at the same time on the 23rd. Um, and we have people posting things on social media. Uh, the race for those that live locally in the Ann Arbor Celine area is at Celine High School on the 23rd. We usually get about a thousand people, a little over that, um, locally as well. Um, It's a way there's fundraising opportunities around it through CrowdRise. Um, It's a real team approach. And I I think it's a great way for Michigan fans across this country to participate with their kids, participate as a family um, and help create that awareness as well as. Um, help us to raise those funds that are needed for research. And uh, our website, org, You can go to our Run Tough for Chad Tough event, and it's got all the details about how to register. I uh, would love to see a big influx from around this country of of those that, that want to race um, and help us fight the IPG.
0: We'll get that information out on our uh, website and, of course, on our show notes page. And I invite our listeners uh, visit www.chetuff.org for more information on the work of the foundation and also explored the just immense amount of information there regarding DIPG. And on the site, you'll also find many ways, as Tammy just mentioned, to help support the work of this this wonderful foundation. My guest today has been Tammy Carr. And Tammy, uh, thank you so much for the gift of your time today and, and helping us uh, you know, all understand how big the fight is to beat DIPG and other pediatric cancers. And so, you know, you're welcome on the show anytime. And if there is uh, anything we can do to help raise awareness of DIPG or any event uh, the Chad Tuff Foundation is involved with, please let us know.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: So thanks to Tammy Carr for taking time to be with us today. If you are wondering what you can do to help, visit www.chadtuff.org, and you can find ways to participate, donate, and become more aware of just what DIPG is and how little research has been done to find a cure until now. I will include the contact information for the foundation in my show notes page and invite you to do what you can to help in the push to find a treatment and cure for DIPG. That will do it for this month's Michigan Man Extra. We'll be back next week with our final show of July. My guest will be Steve Lorenz from 24-7 Sports. We will, of course, have a recruiting update and talk about any other news of interest surrounding the upcoming season and Michigan football. So I hope you'll join us next week. Our free show apps are available from the iTunes and Google Play stores, and you can hear the show now on Stitcher, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. If you get us from iTunes, please take a minute to rate or review the show. Thank you in advance. Have a great Wolverine week, everyone. I'm your host, Mike Fitzpatrick. Until next time, take care, and as always, Go Blue! Thanks for joining us today on The Michigan Man, here on Wolverine Sports Radio, a member of the vSporto Network and in partnership with SB Nation's Maize & Brew. Our listener lines are open 24-7 for your calls at 313-263-4842. That's 313-263-4842. Or email us at Podcast at yahoo.com. That's Podcast at yahoo.com.